Options Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyron Morrison. How are you doing? Good, sir. I don't know anymore, Joel. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's everything's... Everything. Everything and nothing. That's all I got. That's <laughs> all oh, I got. God damn it. I'm good. Yeah. I'm 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 good, I guess, I think. As yeah. as good ca- yeah, as yeah, can yeah, be, yeah. all things considered. Yeah. How are you? It's, How it's, are you? it's weird. I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. Like, it's it's like when we they were talking, you know, every, like you think last year when when the, the conversation was around America and their government and how incompetent it was for obvious reasons. Um, it just feels like we're we're treading water there and it's a little closer to home now. Um, That's true. Maybe not, maybe not, I guess. No, it is still scary and it's still pretty just as fucked up. So, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, fuck, fucking. It, it's just, it's infuriating. It's infuriating. Um so it's weird to think that a week and a half ago I was at a wedding with a lot of people, and now I'm not. And now it's just like nah, nah, lockdown. Man. Yep, yep. I was at a play center, uh, celebrating my son's second you, birthday, you which you was were. like, which was awesome. And then I went and saw Bluey live on stage, which was great. And then a day later, it was like, nah, nothing. I'm so gl- that, I am uh, glad you got that, to see Bluey though. Yeah, man. If I'd missed out on that, I would have been fucking. Oh man, so many emails. There's a different. There's a different so timeline where Joel missed Bluey, and that you don't want to go to that one. That's the best. That's, nah. That is the darkest timeline. It is the darkest timeline. It's like a post-apocalyptic war zone <laughs> where I have been the, the central cause for everything that's happened. But, um, yeah, no, it's uh, we, we didn't get to have Griffin's birthday in in our hometown, which means I didn't get to catch up with you. You did not. Uh, catch ups allowed, uh, which sucks. It sucks, but um, but you get to see Bluey, which was great. We do what we have to it do. It was awesome. Yeah, exactly. We're doing the right thing, exactly, because you we're know not, we're not fuckheads. <laughs> <Yeah>. Anyway, <laughs> yep, that's good. That's the way to put it. Yeah, like that's that that's, is that's that the is energy broad, I'm bringing to the, the table broadest right way now. to put it. Just yeah, like, yeah, no. that's fine. <laughs> anyway, uh. Yeah, what about like anything else been going on? Have you been watching anything fun? Have you been doing anything fun? I mean, that's ignore that last part of the have not statement. been doing anything in, fun, but I nah, as as ignore a res- that. as a result of not being allowed to go anywhere apart from my my day job, which is very boring when there's no one around. Um I've been watching a bunch of stuff, but cool. I don't like I I don't want to again, I could probably fill up too much time with what I've been watching. Um I have begun recapping My Hero Academia because it's a massive oh. anime. Like, I liked it, but I think I stopped watching like two seasons ago and I wanted to start again. Yeah. But I was like, I may as well just start the whole thing again. Like, just go back to the yeah. start. I've got time in the evenings now. So, <laughs> exactly. It, it, it means you get to watch the cool tournament arc again. It's true. Well. I'm, at, I'm the, at the tournament arc already. It's like, fucking I'm, great. I'm a sucker so for a good. tournament arc. I can't. It's just, I love it. I love it. Um, and as 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 tournament arcs go, as far as tournament arcs go, it's a pretty fucking it's good one. Good. It's a good like one. it's got some good shit in it. Yeah. Uh, so that's been great. Um, I watched. There's another anime I watched because I've been now that Anime Lab is becoming Funimation, which I have mixed feelings on because I really <laughs> don't like the Funimation video player on on the web browser. No. The app's fine, but like when I watch it on my laptop, I'm like, this thing is garbage. Oh yeah, it's garbage. It's pretty trash. Like I, I'm watching. I'm watching My Hero. 
and I can't activate marathon mode. And I don't know why. I've tried Googling. People are like, yeah, I don't know. It's just not working for me. So to watch another episode, when an episode finishes, to watch another one, I have to go back to the pay- like the, the anime page, scroll down, pick the next episode manually. I'm like, this is really testing how much I want that's, to do this. That's not good. It's that's not good. bad. It's that's very, very it's bad. very bad. Um, but also one Funimation, I watched Dr. Stone, which was a fun time. Um, okay. You have to- you have to make some pretty big allowances watching that show, but it was it was definitely fun, which is all you want for an anime, honestly. At a yeah, bare absolutely, hundred percent. I yeah. finally watched. You, the... you want to make you want you want to make you cry or have fun. Yeah, That's you will you will feel things in that. Very mostly, it's just like fuck yeah, friendship. The power power of anime friendship is a wonderful thing to watch. But, fuck uh, yeah, it's good. I also finally watched the Demon Slayer movie, which I missed in theaters, um, but mm. I watched that because Funimation's got it up exclusively to stream at the moment. Um, oh, which, cool! If you have if you've watched Demon Slayer but you miss a movie, I mean, you probably were planning to watch it, but definitely do watch it. If you haven't watched Demon Slayer, probably watch Demon Slayer and then watch the movie anyway. It's, I am in the latter category. It's I on am, Netflix I, as well Slayer's as Funimation, something... so yeah, I, I'm Demon Slayer is one thing that I probably should get around to. I think. Um, because I just hear really good things about it. There's yeah, yeah, there are some characters that I could take or leave. One in particular, I'm just like, please stop being on screen. Thankfully, barely okay. present in the movie, so that's good. Um, well, good. But animation wise, yeah, there's a lot going on there that I just love. Um, yeah. What else have I been watching? Uh, I finally, <laughs> I don't know why I was putting it off for so long, but I finally watched my like um the new Bo Burnham special, Inside. Oh, I hadn't watched it yet. Um, I think I was just like, I'm just gonna wait. I'm gonna wait for the right time. But then, but never was the right time. So I watched it like last week or something, and it was great. Yeah, now we listen to those songs on Spotify constantly. Yeah, it's great. White Woman's Instagram fucking kills me. That one and Welcome to the Internet. I'm like, are just spot on. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. White Woman's Instagram because like it starts and I'm going, especially when you're watching it. I'm like. I, okay, he's taking the piss out of Taylor Swift here. This is great. And then, like, to, yeah, you get to the, the chorus, and I was like, this is fucking hilarious. So good. so good. That man is fucking talented. Just ridiculously talented. But, yeah, that is a um, good special. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've really watched, but I think... Black Widow? Yes. <laughs> it's mm, it's yeah, been that long I've watched Black already. Widow as well. And Loki. Yeah. <laughs> Loki's coming and Loki. Gone. That's a, I, that was my next thing. That was my next thing. Loki, fucking amazing. Black Widow, fun time. Yeah, had, like with, had with what? With I honestly, like, you watch a Black Widow trailer and you're like, cool. Well, I'm gonna set my expectations about in the middle here, and I had a fun time. Yeah, like it was. Yep. I think it's the right sort of movie to come off of the insanity of the Infinity War saga. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So if it had if it had released when it was supposed to, I think it would have fitted in just nicely. It would have been like, oh, yeah, this yeah. is a good palate cleanser. But because we've had WandaVision, we've had Falcon and the Winter Soldier even, and then now Loki, like, poor. Things are getting weird, and I am so here for it. Um, yeah, well, there's lots of pictures of uh, <laughs> the fucking spider suit from a new Spider-Man getting out there from the toys and stuff. Fucking... Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. We've got to be getting a trailer for that, like, imminently, right? I like, mean, uh, sure. Uh, my, w- my one thought is that they they were they were holding off for Loki because they're fully introducing 
I mean, yeah. yeah. They're holding off I on mean, Loki. I'm you, not going to say anything just in case know, you haven't watched Loki. But... If you know the Spider-Man rumors, I think it's clear why they may have been holding up. But again, I, who knows? Who knows? Maybe it's just, maybe it's nothing. Maybe the trailer comes out. It's like, oh, it's just a Spider-Man movie. It's fine. But maybe yeah. it also has three Spider-Men. Who knows? But either way, uh, I do want that trailer. But I, at the same mm-hmm. time, you yeah, have still got a couple of Marvel movies to get through first. So they might, they might hold it for a, maybe... Yeah. Maybe until after, like, Shang-Chi is in September? September. Maybe, yeah. a, maybe around then. Like, after Black Widow's had some time to sort of cool. Who knows? Like, we got the Shang-Chi trailer. Like, we finished recording. And you I were know, like, just whoa, like, don't like, go anywhere. One night, just like, oh, shit. The Shang-Chi trailer is finally out. Jesus. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm just, yeah, we've had I'm just happy them, the MCU's man. back and just the, the, the gears are moving again. <laughs> I will say I went and saw Black Widow at the cinemas and um, during the trailers and stuff, we got the, the Marvel hype trailer, the welcome back to the movies trailer. Oh, hell yes. And it was so good to see that on a big screen. I was like, fuck, this is good. Oh man. Like, and I, just seeing like all those snippets of all these things that are coming. I'm like, fuck, I, this I'm is e- great. I'm excited for what the MCU has this year, but I'm even more excited for next year. <laughs> Yep, we're we're laying the groundwork here. Like I, shit's being set up. Like, I think I the floodgates s- have been well and truly opened. But I want to see the stuff that's coming this year. But I desperately need the stuff that's coming next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Desperately, Doctor Strange is the, Doctor Strange is the big one there. That was like that's going to be where all hell breaks loose. All hells break loose. Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, honestly, like, I think that's. Is there anything you've been watching? Because that was that was what I've been watching. Anything besides that, the Marvel black- stuff for you? Black Widow and Loki, and like my go-to show that I've been watching every night just to unwind has been Bob's Burgers. Um, because nice. I, I, I started watching it a few weeks, like a month and a half ago or a month ago. Um, because I'd never watched it. I watched like one or two episodes and enjoyed it, but never stuck with it. And there's like eleven seasons of it on Disney Plus, and I'm halfway through season nine now. So, uh, it it is and just such an easy show to watch. It's, it is one of those shows where it's like there is a lot of it. It's mostly good. Like, even the, the not good stuff, it's like, it's fine, whatever. But I mean, it's, if nothing else, it's good background noise. <laughs> it is. It's in its comfort. Like, it's just like, you sort of know what you're getting Mate, into. That's why I said to my I wife the other day. Anime. <laughs> yeah. That's why I, I love said to my wife the other day. Like, my hero, my hero Academia is just like, hey, there's like a hundred episodes here. I'm like, sweet. Let me just like yeah. get comfy, get a blanket. Let's watch some fucking anime. Yep. It's yeah, like I just I said to my wife the other day, I'm like, oh man, most of these episodes just revolve around like the B plot in some of these episodes of, of Bob's Burgers just revolves around one someone else near him wanting like getting into something or like wanting to do something, and Bob going, that's stupid and I hate it, and then he does it and he's really good at it, and then he gets addicted to it. Like that's, so, I can think of like four episodes off the top of my head that that is the case for. And you know what? It's great. It's really funny. There's some really funny, like, one-liner throwaway moments. It's, like, the, the show's based around puns as well. Like, so all the all the visual jokes are all, like, pun-based. It's just it's just jolly a jolly watch. Every time, um, I, every time I watch it, I'm reminded when I need to go back to Archer at some point. That's, a, that's yeah. why the first one I always have when I watch an episode of Bob's Burgers. I'm like, shit. I'm like, at this point, I might just wait until... I mean, I think there's a new season starting soon. I, I there was is. Wait. They just put in a poster for it. Yeah, and it looks like it's going back to the archer that I have missed sorely. 
Um, but of course, there'll be, be the a, last one. A massive yeah. gaping hole, unfortunately, after this. But yeah. So that's what that was. That's always the first thought I have when I watch Bob's Burgers. I think I got like a season and a half before I got distracted by something else. I will get back to my rewatch eventually because it was yeah. Like I agree with what you said. Like it's just it's just something that's nice to have on, and if, even if you're not paying full attention to. I think that the the big thing for me too was I never realized how musical it was. Yeah, it, it's gotten it gets to like season three or four, and like every episode has one song at least in it, like one original song. But it doesn't. And I'm assuming it doesn't I, feel forced or bad like The Simpsons eventually did. No, like it's it just they they it's like a musical where they the characters will be having a conversation and then they'll start singing. And you're like, oh, this is like a musical, um, and they've done like musical episodes and things like that, and big specials and all that kind of stuff, um. But I can see why they've like the creators are doing, um, which is another show I need to get a hold of and uh, and watch all of is um Central Park, the Apple Plus show, whatever it is. Fuck it, Apple Plus, man! I'm telling you. Mm. I I watched the first couple of episodes of, of Central Park. It's great. It's got like Davy Diggs is in it, um, Stanley Tucci, Josh Gad. Uh, it, it's a really good cast, um, and like of, of like musical performance as well, and it's very very good um and i just never i never went back to it i, I need to go back to it because it was it was really fun but anyway that's pretty much all i've been watching i've got a few things lined up ted lasso season two comes out this week i'm fucking excited for that so um if you just look to my twitter account when that comes out that'll be all i'll be posting about probably being singing its praises from the roof i really enjoy it. it's my favorite thing to do at the moment i really enjoy just scrolling through Twitter and then seeing someone else who's discovered Ted Lasso and gone, all right, I finally watched it and I get it and I love it. And oh my God, it's the best show ever. Like, and just seeing them just completely go from like, oh, fine, I guess I'll watch it. Everyone's talking about it and being like, oh no, the hype is real. This show is amazing. Um, yeah. Especially in these times, if you need something to, to really pick you up and make you feel like you could do anything, Ted Lasso, 100%. But... Having said that, I think it's time we talk about what we're actually here to talk about. And that is video games. And what better way to start off the show than to kick it over to the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. The quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment of the show where we uh, bring back what we've been playing over the last couple of weeks and uh, talk about them in detail. Um, yeah, that's, that's the long and short of it. You know, not messing around with that. I'll take 10 minutes to talk about Bob's Burgers and, and intricacies of it and, and stuff like that. But then, yeah, when it comes to the actual show, I'm like, no, no, no fucking around. No fucking video games, man. We're getting straight to it. We're getting straight to it. I played a couple of things. Um, not a whole lot. Um, uh, I, yeah, so I, 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 the, the one thing, the, the new thing that I've played um, that I'll just – I'll. I'll talk about, and it's not because I, I I want to get it out of the way or anything. It's just that like it's it's an, it's a new game that came out two weeks ago. I bought it when it came out, uh, and that is Boomerang X by Dang, uh, and published by Devolver Digital. So obviously there you go. That's why I bought it. It's a Devolver Digital it's game. A, it's a Joel joint. This one I saw it when you said you yeah. would you would put, you'd bought Boomerang X, and I was I was it was the least surprised I'd been in my entire life. I'm like this yeah, this. Makes complete sense. Of course, Joel bought Boomerang X. It is just a like straight up. It's a, it's a first person. It's a first person action game. Um, 
where you basically you wake up on a beach and you pick up you, you eventually find this and i see a lot of people uh contesting this and and i you know i don't really mind um you pick up a boomerang a lot of people are saying it's not really a boomerang they're like it's more of a glaive and i'm like oh fair enough that makes sense i get it. i get what you're saying because it's, it's basically like a uh a, a, like an x hence the title hence, boomerang yeah, x, I I say, hence boomerang x <laughs> Um, and basically, yeah, you go into, it's like an arena fighter almost. So you go through, there's like a storyline through it. Um, I'm probably about halfway through it just cause it's pretty short. Like it's only, I think three to four hours long from what I've found, I've heard people say. Uh, and I played when it came out, I played it for a night and yeah, made some good headway with it. Uh, I bought it on the switch and that's probably the one of the things that I, um, don't regret. I know a lot of people have been saying, oh, I wish I'd bought it on PC. I regret buying it on Switch. I don't regret buying it on Switch. It's got a pretty generous, that you can toggle the sensitivity of as well, um, like soft lock. Um, but the general idea is you go into arenas with this glaive thing and you throw it at enemies and they die. But where it gets fun is that for starters, the enemies in the arena, um, there are certain ones that are highlighted with like a, a yellow dot above them. And they are the ones that you need to kill to progress, right? Um, you can just keep killing all the other enemies and killing them, killing them, killing them, and they'll just keep coming. They'll just keep respawning over time. Um, but until you kill those specifically marked enemies, um, you, um, you'll you be in the one arena. If you Once you kill those, you move on to the next wave of that area. Uh, and then so on and so forth. You go through different areas. They start introducing different enemy types that have, like, may, maybe take... Uh, maybe you need to like stun them first and then get behind them and hit them um, and different things like that. Some of them have, they have different attacks um, in terms of getting hit uh, and lives and stuff like that. You've got like, you start with like one shield. You can take like one hit before it's a game over. Um, but then as you go through, as you progress through the story, you get more and more. I think I'm up to about four at the moment. I think I've got four and they're not like you have to hunt them out or anything like that. It's part of the game. You get, through an area and it's like cool here's like if, if especially at first like here's a new ability also here's another you know shield that you can take <clears throat> um now i mentioned abilities as well because that's where the game gets really interesting um you can just go through and just throw the thing out and kill them wait for it to come back to you but basically it's i think right trigger on the switch anyway it's like right trigger to throw the boomerang and then you can use left trigger to I think you can use left, like left bumper to call it back to you, so you can throw it again immediately instead of waiting for it to come back. Because if you throw it out and then like move out of the way where you were standing when you threw it, it'll just fly around on like an axis until That's cool. it gets back to you. Yeah, so you can sort of use it to sort of blender a little bit. It it's a lot trickier, especially considering the other abilities that you get make it way more fun to do things. Um, but then you could also as you progress through the game very early on, like I said, because it's not a very long game, you get the ability to throw it out with right trigger and then hit left trigger and you, like, teleport to it, basically. But you teleport with the momentum of the direction that the boomerang is going. So if it's going forward, you'll sort of get catapulted forward. So you can use that, especially when you're going from, like, area to area. There's, like, some mild jumping puzzles and stuff like that. Uh, and then in the arenas as well to reach like higher up areas, you can use that to sort of like, like teleport, jump your way up. Um, but you can also do use it 
So if you throw it and it starts, you call, start to call it back to you and then teleport to it, it'll sort of like fling you around somewhere else in the map, depending on where you're going uh, or where the boomerang's going, which makes for some like interesting um, maneuvers, which will get you out of trouble as well. Like it, it can get you out of trouble sometimes. I'm sure it can also um, cause trouble though, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time it gets you out of trouble, to be fair. Well, I mean, um, that's good. But I mean, I, it sounds like, it does sound like a bit of a, a, a risk reward sort of thing. It sort of sounds uh, like it rewards yeah. you. I mean, I guess for paying attention and, and, you know, being on the ball, which sounds neat. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's not overly difficult. It's like just the right amount of difficult just to be like, this is fun. I'm having a fun, but I'm also being challenged. Um, like I said, I'm only about halfway through it. So, um, yeah, and you get more abilities you go through as well. So the first major one you get is if you kill two enemies with one swing. So like when you throw it out, if you kill two enemies or more, you get an ability that gives you basically like a shotgun blast. You can like, you, you hold on to that and then you can like shotgun blast enemies out of the way. Um, then the next one you get ability like that is that you get that shotgun blast one. And if you use that to kill three enemies or more, you get a, basically like a railgun shot um, that is good for like breaking through enemies that have like shields. Um, And it doesn't count as you throwing your boomerang. It's like a separate power that you basically just like Iron Man blast, like a a quick wave out of the way. Um, But yeah, this game is really, really fun. Once you get into it and you get a feel for how things work, um, you start to sort of just, even with just like button mashing, it just feels fun to like, fly around and never touch the ground. And it's quite easy to do. You also get like a slow-mo effect as well. So like while you're in the air, you can like hold that to like really hone in if you wanted to particularly say go to a specific area, if you want to like angle yourself in a specific way, or if you wanted to hit an enemy that like, the best example of it is that there's enemies that have like a big jewel on their back, like that you need to hit to kill them. You can't okay. just throw your, your boomerang at them. I can see so, what yeah, this is classic going. Classic <laughs> video game. Yeah. So basically, like, you, like, fling yourself up and then over the top and then, like, hold down that slow-mo and, like, whip around and then just peg the boomerang straight down at this thing. And you feel like such a badass, um, especially with that soft lock uh, on the Switch as well. I can't imagine. I I, I think when down the track, if this game goes on sale or something, I'll pick it up again on PC because this would be fun with the mouse and keyboard. I think this would be really, really fun. Um, and I'm really interested to see what like speedrunners do with it because I think there's a speedrunner clock in it. I'm not sure. I can't remember. I mean, it sounds like um, it's 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 made for some speedrunning, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just seeing some of the bullshit that people could do with just what the game gives you, even without even exploiting the game. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's so much fun. It's got a really cool art style, minimal soundtrack to it as well. Um, like I think when I was playing it one night, I was listening to our friend Liam's stream. I had his stream on in the background while I was playing just because, like, oh, yeah, cool. Jump in and support a friend and um and have some nice background noise there, which was good. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's 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 interesting. I'm I'm really enjoying it. I think if you've, if you've seen a trailer for it, that's the game. Like, that's, there's, there's nothing else to it. It's like, that's the game. But, but once you get your hands on it and actually play it, it's, um, it's really interesting. A lot of fun. But uh, so I would definitely recommend it if you've seen a trailer and you're like, oh, maybe I'll pick it up. Give it a go. I reckon it's yeah, a lot of fun. 
Yeah, I mean, I saw um, some trailers and it definitely looked fun. I think I added it to my um my my wish list on Switch, which mm-hmm. most games end up on eventually. But um, yep, yeah, I chucked it on there. I'm, I'm, it's I'm like, watching it, it. It's like another one of those like devolver things where you're just like, oh, this is like exactly what I wanted it to be, and it's it's a lot of fun. And so, I, and I know eventually they'll be, they'll do like a deal where it's like, hey, you own de- these devolver games, like have a discount. And like that's yep. that's probably when I'll buy it, but it's uh, like yeah, it definitely looks it looks fun, and that that's mm-hmm. minimum. That's what you want from a game, right? You want it to be fun. Yeah, it doesn't log you down with story. Like there are there are like there's like conversations and stuff. There's no like you know branching narrative stuff that you need to worry about. It's a, but there there are there are bits of lore that you pick up throughout the game just by talking to this one character that you meet, that's all I've met so far. I'm pretty sure it's the only character that you interact with. Um, and they sort of give you a bit of a background about what's going on. Sort of. I don't know. Cause yeah. The game starts out and you, you, you basically like it, you're, you, you've, yeah, you're, you're on a boat that's shipwrecked on an Island. You wake up and you're like, cool. Um, just going to run forward. And then <laughs> once I get here, Oh, what's this cool thing? Oh, I can throw it and do cool stuff with it. And then enemies attack you, and you're like, "Cool, this is my life now." <laughs> and that's welcome to the that's game. That's the gist of it. Yeah, exactly. It's just like you're in. Let's go. Um, and it doesn't sort of let up. It just it's paced really well. It's just like fighting, fighting, fighting. Then a little bit of corridor or whatever, like you know, navigation to get to the next area, and then new enemy type, fighting, fighting, fighting. New ability, new enemy type, fighting, fighting, fighting. Yeah, it's fun. It's good stuff. Nice. Definitely recommend. Um, there's something else I've, I've been playing, but I'll talk about that in a minute. What, what else? What have you been playing, Guy? Uh, well, isn't this a fun quest log? I haven't played a great deal. Like, nothing new. Yeah, no. Um, I finished my Mass Effect trilogy run, but I'm, yeah, again, I've got I've got that bottled up for a, an eventual future. A hopeful well, future I, when we can all we can sit down with our other two Mass Effect friends and talk about Mass Effect. Just, just to like get that out of the way. That's the other thing I've been playing. I finally <laughs> it's Mass Effect. Um, a very good, th- a very good friend of ours, Mister Ben. Uh, he uh, offered to lend me his copy of the Legendary Trilogy. So I, uh, um, I was like, sure, why not? I did a trade for Yakuza Like a Dragon and um, Persona Five Strikers, but <clears throat> um. I was like, yeah, great, because I want to play these games. I just haven't had a chance so to good. pick it up yet. Oh my god! So I, I finally started playing Mass Effect the other night, which I've I haven't played Mass Effect. I think I played maybe an hour or so of it um, a while ago on PC, but I think it was when I had a really janky laptop and it just was not running well. That was my first um, Mass Effect experience as well. Uh, so I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't play much. I played it properly when it finally came to PS3. Yes, mm-hmm. I was one of those people. I didn't have an Xbox 360, so my introduction to this series was two, and yep, I played here. one as a as a like graphic novel. I made choices in, um, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yep. So like pl- uh, playing it on on the current release was like the first time in like I want to say seven seven or eight years since I touched it last. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I mean, it's it's really interesting and it's it's impressive the fact that like this game. Gameplay wise, like it's you can feel how old this game is, um, but I don't care. It's great. It's so much fun, and I'm so I'm enjoying just sort of diving back into this world, especially in like 
a part of like Shepard's story that I sort of essentially glossed over. Um, and you're playing as proper Shepard this time as well. I am righting my wrongs. I'm playing as Fem Shep. Absolutely. Um, this uh, no no shade on on, on Man Shep on Bro Shep. Fem Shep is where it's at. It's not even a question. Yeah. yeah. Jennifer nah, Hale for I'm, life. <laughs> fucking a. Uh, I'm pretty happy with how my fam ship looks as well. She's I've got some rad, rocking some rad like pinky purple hair and yeah, mine, she's like mine had like pinky unique purple enough hair, with, like short pinky purple hair. Yep, yep, yep. It has to be, man. It looks yeah, it looks dope. I, I'm she's she's pretty rad. Um, but yeah, I, I I was talking to you about this was it last night or the night before when I was playing it and we were talking about I was like oh yeah you know because obviously. Starting off with like you know Ashley and Caden, and I was like, can't wait to bench these two. Boy, the boring every every Mass Effect like that's because like I do it in, they do it to you in two as well. Like you get Miranda mm-hmm. and Jacob immediately, and mm-hmm. in three you start with obviously the one you start with your human one of the humans from from one, and you have James Vega, and my oh, favorite part of that James Vega. I know just you wait man my favorite part from that is just, like, clearly after those two games, you get to three, and, like, Bioware knows. Like, you have those two characters, and then yeah. you, you meet your... In that very first mission, like, when you're still technically in the tutorial, you meet your first, like, alien character, and Shepard's like, cool, Vega, bench. Get out of here. Like, yep. doesn't yep. not even a choice. Bioware's like, we know that you're going to do it. You're going to at least keep this other character because you've had him since one, so you've got some history there. This new guy, James Vega, bench him. <laughs> and at first, like... Like, it's not super, like, well-disguised that Ashley is a space Nazi, but, like, she's pretty obvious about it. But, man, like, <laughs> fucking James Vega, as soon as you meet him, you just, like, you, the first interaction you have with him is, like, you're a fucking I dickhead. Like, you. <laughs> you are the worst person. And you, I, and it's funny that you mention um, Jacob in two. I completely forgot <laughs> <laughs> he was a kid. He uh, is a character, com- and you'll get him immediately in in Mass Effect Two. It's funny because, like, I remember Miranda because I'm like, she has some like she's okay. She's of all those like vanilla characters that you get to start each of those games. She's probably the best of them, I would say. Um, the most interesting, at least, anyway. I guess she has the she has the um the Cerberus hooks, which makes it I interesting. Mean, yeah, like, exactly. Like, I don't know. There's a yeah. There's a, there's an interesting dynamic with Miranda when you're playing, especially if you're playing your Shepard the way that I played mine. Was like, especially after playing Mass Effect One, especially after one, where you're like, you get to me and you're like, man, fuck Cerberus, and when you get to yeah. two and Cerberus brings it back, you're like, man, fuck Cerberus, and Miranda's just like, so it's, he paid to bring you back. I'm like, yeah, but fuck Cerberus. <laughs> it's funny because like I, me and my soapbox will not change their stance. <laughs> I, I I have like vague recollections about Cerberus and like what they did and so like oh, you'll I'm remember. interested to get through one and just be like oh okay. actually like playing playing through one will give you some fun dialogue because again I didn't get this originally because I, I did it all for the graphic novel um, but playing through one and carrying that save across through two and three I, I don't I don't know if it's in two or three but man there's an amazing bit when I talk about Cerberus and it's just like that's fucking hilarious because that happened that was a, I did those little side quests in Mass Effect 1 and it's just, right. 
the thing that it, it present again I, I don't want to talk too much about the trilogy but yeah just how man just the way this trilogy pays off by the time you get to three like very little very little things that you do won't have some sort of like resolution by the end and that's just insane yeah. it's nuts <laughs> Yeah, they 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 did a really good job of even like just tying like up loose ends, incidental yeah. incidental characters that you maybe you see on the Citadel, right? You see them and you talk to them once and they have a line, and you get to three, and they're still there, and you're like, shit, I remember you guys. How you doing? Not great. Yeah, same. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny too, like just remembering how much everyone in the galaxy hates humans. Oh yeah, like, just like. They're just like, who are these fucking scrubs who just tripped over a Mass Effect relay and now think that they can come and sit with the big <laughs> yeah, boys? The like, big boy table. that's but that's essentially what happens. Which, of it's course, like, stems to my from my favorite thing, where it's just like, sure, fuck service, but also, fuck the council. Hundred <laughs> percent, fuck the council. Like already, like I'm. I mean, I'll, I'll save you, but fuck the council. <laughs> with fucking uh, what's his name? The fucking Turian on the council. I'm just like, I don't remember fucking- his name. I just remember him as air quotes. <laughs> Because of yeah. IS, Reapers. I'm like, screw yeah. you, dude. You saw just, one. I saved you. I'm sick of this. And, like, he's, like, the one that, like, when you... when you, uh, I mean, it's the first couple of hours of Mass Effect, so spoilers, like, the first game. But, um, like, when, when you're trying to prove that, like, Saren is clearly behind everything that's going on, unequivocally behind what's going on he's like nah not enough evidence we don't believe you are you fucking serious i mean oh my god he's a spectre agent i don't it doesn't matter like it's so funny because like, like i get it but like there's other characters like later in the in the, in the trilogy where i was like i i get you know the races usually look after their own especially when humans yeah are, like true. no one wants to hear shit from the humans they're like shut shut nah, up fuck that <laughs> Fuck no, which which is great because like you know, just like full like, one hundred percent renegating through those interactions where you're just like, fuck you, you're a piece of shit. It's and he's so like, well, no, let's not. It's it's so, yeah, like being being a renegade, and it's definitely something that that Andromeda lacks is is because they sort of because I've been. I've been playing Andromeda after I finished the trilogy because I'm desperate. I'm just desperate to feel Mass Effect again. And Andromeda's yeah. hitting, it's hitting the spot, sort of. But it because it ditches the Paragon Renegade stuff, I didn't realize how much of a big deal that was to me enjoying Mass Effect, where it's just like, there's still some fun dialogue options. But... <laughs> but... Um, I stopped myself from saying it before. What's going to happen? Like, I was just like, oh, yeah. I say dialogue choices. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. Man, our, fucking, our logo was a Mass Effect conversation it, wheel. So I mean, that's it. Like that's where that's where the idea when we decided on the name exactly. was like, well, it's got to be that, right? It's just there's no dodging it. Um, but those Paragon Renegade things they give you, they just make every conversation as soon as you see one, you're like, I mean, the Paragon one's still good, but the Renegade ones are so good. <laughs> I mean, the classic is like punching the reporter. Like that's the classic is actually there's one in two where I've seen you know the meme of like the the, the hands like the handshake from oh yeah yeah it's that um it's a predator yeah, isn't it? yeah. No, 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 no Rocky yeah one of them one of them there's there's many of it's them it's a Schwarzenegger right? movie yeah there's many it's of predator them. I think yeah uh it, it's it probably is predator but it's been I've I've seen several versions of that meme but I think I think I might be thinking of a predator one but. Mm. There's a part. There's, I saw that where it's like paragons and renegades, and it's just like 
using the renegade prompt there's like one there's a guy you run into in one of the missions and it's just like well i gotta renegade this guy i gotta do yeah. it and it's always good it's always satisfying even paragons are like i gotta do it <laughs> yeah like you can't yeah it's man i yeah I, so i'm really enjoying just starting off the journey and actually sort of experiencing this and like it's like i said it you can feel how old this game is for sure but it's one of those instances where it's like don't really care because they were like that was the other thing too like it just kicks off like it these and we were talking about this before we started recording and we're saying about how all three of these games do this they just start and they don't stop like it's just like like, bang here we go they give you some background you get like a bit of like like two and three definitely a bit slower than one but they Mm -hmm. spend a bit of time setting things up again um but then you're straight into it you're like all right here we go (laughs) like Mm -hmm. here's your gun here's your cover get shooting i mean i've played like maybe like four or five hours and i've got like I'm one party member away from having like the I full always, squad. Mass like, Effect One is crazy. You get all the squad shit. mates so quickly. <laughs> yeah, I got I got Garrus and Rex within ah uh, twenty minutes of each yeah. other. Like, like you, get was, him, you get him immediately on the Citadel. You trip yeah, over just like I like I walked I, I walked up the stairs and I saw Garrus. I'm like, there's my boy. Yes, and so I had to go get him first. But and then yes. and then yeah, going to get Rex as well, which is fun. Man, it's it's just. There's something about Mass Effect games that, like, when if they click with you, they just click, and they you just can't help but love them, warts and all, of that trilogy. Let's be I, specific here. Playing through Andromeda, as boring as the story is, I like most of the party members. Cool. Okay. Mostly, obviously, mostly Drac for Corrigan because it's very Bioware have like writing Corrigans down to an art. And it's just like, yeah. I will always love them. Um, I remember that the Asari, like, girl that you get, P- she's pretty cool, isn't PB? she? Yeah, PB is good. Yeah, PB is cool. I remember, I remember really liking her. Venera Zero Asari Doctor on the ship. Oh yeah. Do you remember her? Vaguely. Lexi. Oh. Voiced by Natalie Dormer. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, that's right. No, no, no. You've said who, that. who has remember. like who has like the hots for the Krogan? That's the right. It's so funny. Yeah. Um. So that's great. Yeah. yeah. Andromeda. Like, yeah. Full on. I will stand here and be like, yeah, this story is not super interesting, but I do. It does at least have a a party. I mean, obviously not as good as the trilogy. Like Mass Effect. Mass Effect trilogy. I was thinking about it, like out of if I was to pick a cast of characters that is just like the best in probably games. I, mm-hmm. I think they're it right mm-hmm. especially yep. when you when you do the trilogy full playthrough and you just some of these characters the, the journeys they go on like i there are like some of the conversations you have with garris at the end of three are so good like he's <sighs> garris the best garris and rex love garris um yeah i and i love tali as well tali's great um, even though uh, even though I was a massive cock block, you were to, you would to, you were a jerk, man. I got, I'm just had to be has to be said. That's right. I'm righting my wrongs. I'm you, I, you know. I'm proud of you. If you, get, if, if you had the opportunity to go back in time and change things, like would you do it? It's like this would is what you? I'm doing now. I'm 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 rewriting my history here with Mass Effect. Um, by by uh yeah, starting over again. But yeah, I've been really enjoying that. I'm I'm just sort of like, I'm I'm not rushing it no no don't Unlike, rush it take your time man just li- yeah li- like live like just live this game because i 
I played him over a couple of months and it was amazing. But like the second I finished, and that's why I'm Andromeda, Andromeda, I finished, I'm like, I just want to, can I do it again? Can I just like go back? Can I make a new PlayStation profile and just do trophies all over <laughs> again? I just, it was, it's just been, it's been a great couple of months just spent with these games. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So the way I'm tackling it is the opposite of the, the, the COVID vaccine rollout in Australia, which is, is in a race. Um, Cause, oh, fuck me. Anyway. How dare you? Uh, I hate myself for bringing that up, but, and I made a point of doing it too. Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm just enjoying like checking back in with it every now and then, just jumping in. It's like oh, I got a couple of hours tonight. I'll I'll you know don't feel like watching something. That, I'll chuck on Mass Effect and that um, Mass Effect menu theme is just oh, it's a the t- music it's easiest ten yeah Mass Effect's music so good. And I was I just remember that- being because re- like Jack Wall does one and two for the most part, and I remember being super critical back in the day about because they they ditch jack and they bring in like some hollywood composer i forget his name like Hans zimmer isn't it no it's clint clint somebody i think clint clint uh, okay. m um and they bring him in for mass effect 3 for a lot of the new music and i remember at the time i was like Ooh, this but like playing through 3 uh, yeah. i was like no this music is actually really good it's not as good as jack walls because jack wall gave a suicide mission and no spoilers but that is like one of the most hype songs in all of video games <laughs> It's one of the most hype everything in, in video, video games. games. Yes. Like that whole oh, fucking suicide mission is so good. And we can say no, so we can good. say no more about it. Like, I I'm I'm sure we said no. too much in previous episodes about it, but just in case, like I'm not saying anything else. I mean, like you hear you hear the name suicide mission, you can't imagine like good things coming from it. But yeah, man, fuck. God, it's good. Especially when yeah, with that cast of characters, so good. Oh shit. I didn't realize it. So I looked up, it's uh, Clint Mansell. Clint Mansell, that's it. He fucking did the score for Requiem for a Dream. Yes. <laughs> wow. Um, and he's composed the music to every Aronofsky film with the sole exception of Mother. Interesting. Cool. All right. All right. That made me a little bit more happy about it. But yeah, just like, just even like the ambient music is it's just like, just it's so like, it's, ten. it's that perfect line between, it walks that line between like, cheesy and like hard sci-fi like it's just beautiful like it it threads the needle so perfectly definitely like really enjoy it so like three of my favorite video game soundtracks like ever just like mm-hmm. comfortably yep. up there yep um uh look at us we oh we won't talk about we'll Mass stop we'll stop now because yeah. like but this this is a, re- a rather rudimentary conversation i we i could i could give you a three-hour podcast on these damn games and we I mean we and will at some point um yeah i think we will honestly I think mm. given given how <laughs> covid is handling things right now it actually might end up being timely timely maybe we can get it ready for n7 day who knows <laughs> oh Later all right cool all right, you've given me a time, like a, like a, yeah, it gives you a, a few deadline gives to you a, finish. Gives you like a few months. You should, and that should be enough time to sort of just coast through them at a leisurely pace. That should be fine. Yeah, um, that should be fine. So yeah, I guess try to remember the decisions you make, <laughs> like the, the big ones. Uh, I'm sure I, I don't know. My brain's pretty stupid. I mean, so, whenever um, we we we'll have to hammer this out outside of show recording hours. But I'll find yeah. some sort of like thing that lists the big choices, and they should be pretty easy to remember. But, um, mm, maybe I'll start trying to write them down as we should, well. We should cut the Mass Effect talk here or we're going to keep going. <laughs> we definitely should. Karen, have you been playing anything else? Um, so we're approaching August 6th, Joel. August 6th is the 35th anniversary 
of Metroid for the NES. So I won't I won't talk about it too much, but I have been playing through. I played through Metroid One, Metroid Zero Mission, Super Metroid Fusion. I'm halfway through a hard mode run on Samus Returns. Nice. And then I'm nice. I'm basically just going to do the trilogy of RM. I downloaded Hunters on the Wii U, but we'll see how that goes. I'm on a play through that. I don't like that. As, I don't remember that as fondly as most of the other ones. But um, lots of Metroid. So Joel, yeah, try to play Metroid One before August Six. Just Metroid One and Zero Mission. Zero Mission. How how I'll, is Metroid's on Metroid? Metroid One is on the NES online. The sweet the NES online, yeah. Cool, but Zero Mission is not. No, it's not because Nintendo fucking suck. <laughs> yeah, they like to make it as I actually, difficult as possible. I did all. I I had it. I was out. That's why I, I was I was out somewhere, and I was like, oh, man, when I get home. Maybe I'll boot up Super Metroid and play through it again. And I didn't end up doing it because I think I got home and oh, got sidetracked by something and I didn't end up doing it and forgot it. about it. But yeah, I, I was honestly, I had the thought the other day. I was like, man, I should that's, a, that's another time that Joel played Super Metroid. <laughs> I have, just for the record, if you haven't listened to the show, I have played Super Metroid. <laughs> of it course is one you of have. Like, like, otherwise I would not be doing a show with you. <laughs> it's one of four Metroid games that I've finished. Which is not bad. Hey, to be fair, that's most of them. That's, oh, I mean, that yeah. one hurts. <laughs> that's all. Oh, but um, because like I played, I played Super Metroid, I played Fusion. Like these are the ones I finished as well. I played and finished Samus Returns, and Prime One, nice. Metroid Prime. I mean, that's you, my. You probably played the best of them. But yeah, e- I, Echoes I'm, I'm, Metroid Prime Two. Much better game than I think most people remember a lot of the time. Um, but Boy, anyway, I sure wish we had a easy way to play that trilogy. Let me just say that that is why I still have my Wii U. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. nothing else, the Wii U has access to Metroid, Super Metroid, <laughs> Zero Mission, Fusion, Prime Trilogy, Other M, and Metroid Prime Hunters all on the Virtual Console. Which, from yep. what I I think I saw some people talking about, Nintendo. Japan posted a, a, a tweet that alludes to the fact that they might be going away. Like those servers could be going down next year, or they won't be taking payments anymore. And I will say that, like mm. buying stuff on them at the moment is a pain in the ass because you have to add the credits through your Nintendo account. You can't just use your card on the Wii U. So yep, that's when, right. I, when I went to buy Hunters the other day, I had to log on to my account on the um on you can do, you can probably do it on the Switch because it's universal. But I did it on my phone. It was such a pain in the ass. I'm like, just let me oh. use my card. But um, so now yeah. I because of how and because you can when you do it that way, you can only add it in certain amounts. So I think Hunters was thirteen dollars. So I had to add twenty dollars on my account. So now my Switch is just always like, hey, you've got seven dollars of uh money sitting there. I'm like, yeah, I know. I didn't want to have it there, but it is. So it's my- fine. <laughs> it just goes towards your next digital purchase. It's okay. It's true. Like, but God, I just wanted to give him thirteen dollars for it. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, the required amount only button is great. Exactly. But anyway, Mm. Metroid talk for later. That that anniversary is coming up and I'll besiege all of that later. Um, And then obviously when Dread comes out, we'll be... Oh, absolutely. To town on that shit. Look forward to me not shutting up about that for the rest of the year. For the rest of the year. Lock it in. You know... The best part about it for you is I'm going to allow it because I'm going to be playing the fucking game too like, and enjoying it as much as you are. So we're staring, maybe not as much as you are, actually. That's, that's a lie. We're staring down the but, barrel. Like It comes out the same day as PAX Australia. And yeah. I will be a bit bummed if I can't go to PAX Australia, but 
runners up prizes i'm just playing metroid dread all day like sun comes up i'm playing dread sun down it goes down still playing dread and the plus side is if pax does happen and you do come down and stay with us it won't be a red dead 2 situation where i won't be able to play the game until monday night no, when you leave to go I, home because we gotta play on that we can just play on our own switches i'll be playing when the sun comes social, up but... and again when the sun goes down <laughs> <laughs> look forward to like just how do I how do I book a panel where just so I can have an excuse to be playing Metroid Dread? <laughs> just, yeah, it's just a like, panel where it's like just come and watch Kyron play Metroid Dread. Anything else happening? Not really. No, no, it's just him. Is he gonna do like commentary? No, nah. he's just playing Dread nah. and he's enjoying it. <laughs> it's just gonna be Kyron just going, "Oh fuck yeah, that's cool." Oh, <laughs> oh man, they did that. That's awesome. Everyone's just like, "What?" It's like, shh, you should also You've be playing head- Dread. <laughs> You've got headphones on. You're just completely <laughs> ignoring everyone. In the everyone audience. can come to the theater, and everyone can just play Metroid Dread, and there'll be no judging. <laughs> main stage as well, like yeah, mate, yeah, two PM, <laughs> two PM on a Saturday, main stage. And just like you're, pack it out with people there. playing Metroid Dread. Why not? Yeah, um, fuck yeah, it's great. But anyway, uh, we'll move on from Metroid because I I finished yes. a game. I finished Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Uh, I don't want to speak too much about it because I think most of what I said last time still holds up pretty well. Uh, I will say that as fun as it was, and it was it was fun, right? It was fun. I did get to Venom. I was just sort of like, well, you know, it, it didn't blow me away a lot. It's just okay. one of those games where it's had a good time, and yep. if nothing else, that's great. Yep. Uh, um, still visually holds up. It's just starting to look out, especially some of the stuff that you're doing in those in those later areas. I'm just like, <laughs> PS5 is just making this look easy. Just yeah, the, the, that's what I hear. The environments it throws at you, the speed at which you're doing actions and jumping through rifts, and especially the last boss fight was just a crazy good time. Um, weapons that just kept getting more insane as it, as the game went on. I finally got the Rhino and was dropping all nice. sorts of things, including Thunder Jaws and like Jeeps from Uncharted and stuff on people. That's so good. It's just great. This game, again, like if you've got a PS5, you're probably already playing it. Uh, but if you do have a PS5 and you haven't, seriously give it a look because it's great um i think i think it uh, seems like after our last episode broad broad hit me up so he's he's next in queue to borrow my coffee as soon as this lockdown's over um yeah it's going it's going your way broad (laughs) it's um it seems to be like the technical showpiece at the moment it is it absolutely is i mean the ps5 like returnal is as well probably and demon souls but honestly out of the three ps5 games um, this is the one that I think most people can play and finish. And like, yes, that's not to say that the other ones are bad because they are harder. But if you just want to have a PS5 exclusive, it just looks incredible and you can see through to the end. Like, yeah, this, this is a no brainer. Um, and if you I, had like, if you had friends come over and like, oh, cool. Show us your PS5. Or like, you know, and you're like, cool. You know, put it through its paces. First you like, do cool, Astropod, but then you move on to Ratchet. True. Yeah. I mean, but like, but, um, yeah, Rift Apart is just like, cool. Check out how fucking amazing yeah, look this game this. looks. <laughs> look at yeah. this stuff. Look at this shit um, it's doing. Yeah, I think it was all up from a platinum, like 15 hours of just like That's good, good. good times. That's really good. Man, it's, I was thinking about this the other day about how it used to be. Man, I, and I used to be like this where it's like you'd think about like, oh man, the game's only 10 hours and it's like full price. Oh, I don't know. Oh. Now it's just like, a fucking 10 hour 12 hour game yeah sick let's go that's great i can finish this one 
I've, still, got, I've got time to finish this. It still comes down to genre for me, but yeah, for this genre, like that's the perfect yeah. length. Yeah. Like it's just yeah. good. I'm, I'm looking. The, the, at you, I'm looking at you, Last of Us Part Two. You like thirty hour game that should have been ten hours shorter, but whatever. <laughs> hey, I fucking love that game, but yeah, there's some it's, stuff it's that's just too long. It's, it's a really, it's trimmed. a, it's a long game for what it is, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it is a slog. It is. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's really about it. I've start I've started a Plague Tale Innocence. I have not oh. played enough to talk about it yet. And right. out of sheer boredom yesterday, like as lockdown has hit us hard, I was just like, fuck, what do I have in my PlayStation library that I can install and play? And for some reason, the answer that I went with was Darksiders 3. Um, <laughs> nice. It is okay. a very average game, but I'm again, yeah. still early, but I, I might try to play more of it to bring it next week. And what else is there? I- there is something that we're probably going to play. When is it? In nine days' time, when it comes out, that, I, that we're both fairly excited for, which is the Ascent. Yes, the Ascent is coming looking up. Looking forward I'm very, to that. I'm very much looking forward to that. If you've got Game Pass, you can pre-install it right now. I really appreciate Game Pass. I mean, obviously, because you know it's the best. It's the best deal in gaming. Only one dollar a month. Joe, how much month. are Xbox paying you? <laughs> Uh, and, um, oh god that's old now i feel like i've i feel like old man spouting memes person at the moment never never old. like that that final fantasy 14 meme still lives there's, there's, room, there's room for xbox man there's room that's for game very pass. true i think the game pass one is like the new one of that but they sit alongside no, each other to say, not the new one because again the 14 one is alive and well that's what i'm saying though like they sit alongside yes, each other nicely yes. i think they complement each other nicely um uh yeah but it's uh i love the fact that you can pre-install games like sometimes a week or two out from the game coming out so you just sort of get yourself set up or sometimes even with like some games you just like set it to install and then you're like you see an article that's like oh sometimes it's just come out it's on game pass i'm like i should doubt wait i pre-installed that already i'm gonna go home and have a look at that um and I, also i too, would if my app- xbox was ever plugged in <laughs> <laughs> well see mine is and it's it's uh, I, I use the the um, the Game Pass app as well. Fucking phenomenal! That app is so good. Um, just it like pure ease on how to use it. I've had a few times. It's crashed on me a few times, but I'm like, eh, it's, it's a mobile app. So, um, but yeah, just being like, cool. First thing that pops up, it's like, here's what's new. It's like, first of all, do you want like console or PC? It's like you click whichever one you want, like to toggle between them. And you go, what's new out? Oh, this game. Select it. Do you want to install it? Yes. Select where you want to install it. Go. It's done. Like, it just reminds me of, like, doing stuff on the uh, the PlayStation website back in the day. But, um... And their app is... Rip. <laughs> yeah, their app is... Okay. But I think the Game Pass app is fucking excellent. See, the problem, makes... the, the problem is that my... The power cable that usually powers my Xbox belongs to the wii u at the moment which is just right, hilarious yeah. to me yeah yeah that makes sense yeah well with our quest log in the bag for this week's episode i think it's time we move into everyone's favorite news game segment game news segment Ah oh, man i screwed it up you did you you, uh, you blew it i blew it i just, blew just it just for a segment i'll save a name uh, it's dope or no go oh oh It's just where I'm at at the moment. Like my brain is all over the shop. So hey, man, I'm just no like, judgment. We're all we're all there with you. 
Yep, yep. Um, but yes, it is Dope or Nope, which is uh, where we bring uh, some news stories to the table and we decide whether, collectively whether they are dope and we talk about them in detail or if they are a nope and we move on and forget those stories existed. They are erased from the canon of this show. Um, literally and figuratively. Like, it's they, they are launched from the canon. They are Out of this show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the okay. the narrative canon this and also is, the, the actual me. the actual canons that we have. You keep meaning. you keeping a canon from me, Joel? No. Carry on. No. Uh cool. All right. What have we got this week, Kyron? Well, we had a surprisingly busy couple of weeks. And there was actually like one one in particular I was like, I don't know if I can bring this anymore. It may not be relevant. And then a headline pop, headline popped up. I'm like, hey, look at that, you're back in. You're back in the game. But I think there's only there's one story to start with this week, and it's definitely, I would say, out of all the ones I've got, the biggest. And it's it really needs more of a discussion or introduction beyond Valve announces the Steam Deck. I mean, this is pretty dope. Like, it's dope, man. Like it's very dope. Yeah. So the Steam Deck. This has been this has been something that's been a long time coming. I think a lot of people have been sort of. I know there's been data miners and stuff like that who have spotted stuff for like the Steam Pal and or something called the Neptune and stuff like this that implied that maybe Valve were playing with the idea of making a handheld. But like earlier this week, they they did it. They were like, "Yep, here's here's the Steam Deck," or like earlier last week, I guess. And now, as we yeah, are, yeah, I think in the last week maybe, as we are Australians, doesn't matter. We can't get it yet. Not available in our region. Which is classic Valve, just like when the index first came nope. out. It's like, sorry, Australia, it's fine. We get it. It is what it is. But and which, for the record, we are just getting that now. Yeah, just getting it now. Uh, a good couple just of years about I think. to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the Steam Deck comes in three flavors. Uh, I will give the USD prices because it isn't available in Australia. Because yeah, why not? Uh, so there is the base model, which is a sixty-four gig, which is 64 gig and that includes yeah the 64 gig is on an emmc internal storage and comes with a carry case that is 399 us dollars the next model up is it includes 256 gigabytes of nvme ssd internal storage which is faster of course it still includes the carrying mm-hmm. case and it, it also includes an exclusive steam commu- community profile bundle which I guess is cool Steam profile. You know, that's for that's for goods, right? You get like probably get profile images and backgrounds yeah. for you. you know. I'm sure so that, someone's excited about that. That one will set you back five hundred and twenty nine US dollars. And then there's the premium model, job. This is for the, the must be nice group. So this one is uh, includes five hundred and twelve gigabytes of the NV, NVMe solid state internal storage, which is the fastest storage. Has a premium anti-glare etched glass and exclusive carrying case. Not just like the other oh. two have have like carrying cases. This one has an exclusive carrying case. The the, the carrying case of the first two are a hessian bag. Exactly. That's what you get the first two. It's just a plastic one. Like there you go. It <laughs> yeah, has it has yeah. some cushioning in it. Like not much. It's like it's like a sheet with the valve logo on it. Like that's all it is. <laughs> Wrap it up in it, chuck it in your bag, off you go. Also includes the exclusive Steam Community Profile Bundle and includes a exclusive virtual keyboard theme. Theme, Joel. Oh, hello. 
playing with themes here, are we? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's the gist of it. Uh, there's obviously a lot more nitty-gritty details we can get into. Uh, the layout is something that's been getting the most attention from people, I think. In particular, mm-hmm. I mean, you can you, you can look up a picture right now. The B button on the right-hand side is sort of falling off the controller, which is weird. It sort of looks like the, the whole unit is melting on the right-hand side. It does. Just a little bit. Like, like I'm, I'm it's just, at, like, melting off the side. I'm looking at the top-down view, and, like, the B button is coming. Oh, it's just... Whatever. It is what it is. Because, obviously, so the D-pad and the stick on the left and the stick and the buttons on the right are lined up because underneath it has the trackpads, the double trackpads. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I'm yep. pretty sure it's got a touchscreen as well, doesn't it? Oh, I actually don't know if I remember let's seeing it. Web- might do. I'm on the website right now. Let's have a look. It's, um, it's... Yeah, it's, it, it, it does. It has a seven-inch touchscreen. Okay, cool. Um, I'm... It's interesting because a lot of people, there's some people who've sort of had a hands-on with it who have said, look, we get that it looks weird, but it actually feels really good to play. Like it's, it doesn't feel weird as, as, as weird as it looks, which is interesting. So. I mean, um, yeah, I, I, for me, the big, the biggest hook here is it will also have a dock option, which means mm-hmm. that for people like me who like have a PC that can play games, but also look at it and be like, I don't want to. I don't want to be at a desk. This sucks. And sure, I could move my PC to my TV, but that would be a massive pain in the ass dealing mm-hmm. with cables and all that. would be much easier just to have this, which I guess dock in and play on my TV like a Switch, which works for a reason and is appealing for a reason. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's probably the biggest hook for me. Like, I love the idea of being able to play a lot of those games just seamlessly on my TV. I think all three of them too have a expandable memory slot as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they do. I, I did. Thank you for for bringing it up because that's been the mm. biggest. That was the immediate issue that I saw people taking with that that tiny little sixty four gig model. They're like, mm-hmm. that's barely a PC game, but it does have the expandable micro SD slot. Yes. Um, yeah. It also has the uh, R one like L one L two R one R two, and also I think it's. Is it four additional buttons, like sort of on the back pads? Like it's got little pad triggers. Oh, like uh, yeah, the, um, like yep, yeah, like the the PlayStation has an expand like, like the thing for. Um, yeah, it's we're still learning a lot about it. Like I think it runs. It's got it's running SteamOS on. I think it's Linux. Not, okay. Not much on the computer tech savvy side. Uh, so we're still learning a lot about what games would be compatible or not. I think some some games have been so far based on like the specs that they expected to run on that people have figured out won't work and it's just sort of games that aren't really compatible with that sort of steam OS stuff i think one of them was fall guys unfortunately but um it's uh, a shame but yeah i don't know this was just it's one of those things unlike the um index was there yeah index was their vr thing i i don't know i can see a use for this i Absolutely, hundred percent. I was gonna say, like, this is, this is the sort of thing that, like, there are people out there that may have just got into playing video games or have been playing for a while, but maybe can't afford to have, you know, multiple consoles and a gaming PC and all that sort of stuff that want to get into playing these PC games but don't have the option to do so. And you might look at that number on paper of like, you know, even like the premium models. How much is like the the super duper whiz bang one again? Like six fifty nine or something. US, which is probably yeah, around about like eight hundred and fifty, nine hundred bucks here, maybe. Um 
I could do the math in a minute. I, I've got an app that does it. But I mean, I had, I had the press start story open that had like the converted prices roughly, but yeah. I closed it. <laughs> yeah, but like so, like you know, obviously it'll be a little bit different because of you know taxes and region region based yeah. pricing and all that kind of shit. But like, it's gonna be probably for that super whiz bang one, especially as well. It's still probably gonna be either just under a grand or just over, which is about how much you're gonna pay for like. I mean, not at this day and age because PC parts are fucking ridiculous to find. But like, uh, you know, in a in, in a normal world, like that's where you're gonna get like a nice modest PC that's gonna get the job done. Yeah, uh, and this also has, has the added element of it being portable. Like exactly. Yeah, uh, and I I guess that's the big question, right? Is like. From here, do they just update this every few years? Or, but again, that's looking further in the future. But the good thing is, if it's at least at like modern current gen specs, the good thing about console holding patterns is it should be good for about usually like five or six years. Mm-hmm. That's what I sort of I don't I don't care what PC gamers say. I love that I can just be like, cool. I bought a PC. I'm good for like six years. I'm just mm-hmm. good. Sure, yep. as I get later into that. I might have to just notch it down a bit lower on the quality settings, but mm-hmm. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I think in a, in a perfect world, I think that the, the interesting thing that they could do is release like a modular version of this, which could be, you know, you buy like a base one or whatever. And it's like, cool. But down the track, if you want to upgrade something like this, this pops out here. Like, I mean, that's, definitely, that's definitely a riskier future to live in, I think. Oh, for sure. 100%. And I, I think it's not, maybe not as a financially viable situation, but like that would be cool to see them do something like that and have like this. And if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be like a PC based, like, oh, yeah. like console, essentially. Honestly, like one, of, one of the most interesting things I've seen is people realizing that the the price point on this device is actually really good if you are considering looking at a gaming laptop because those things are expensive. Yes. They are so expensive. Yeah. So that this definitely presents that as a as a much more <laughs> an easier to swallow price range. Honestly, I think the um I think the most interesting I I think that the, the thing that would be interesting to see is the battery life on this thing. Yeah, well, I, I think the battery life estimate they gave is depending depending on the game you play. Mm-hmm. I think it's two to eight hours or something. Mm. So you can safely assume that if you're playing something like Doom Eternal or Control, you're getting two hours out of this bad boy. Oh yeah. But if you're playing like an I- indie game, you'll get like eight hours. Um, well, how does it charge? Like, what is it? Is it USB C? Sure, it's got USB C. Let's go back to the you hardware tab on SteamDeck.com. Yeah, sorry <laughs> to throw that one out there as well. I just actually that was something I hadn't actually looked at whether or not it had. But surely you would think it's USB C. Something well, it's from got, Val- it's got a it's got a single USB C jack for multi-purpose. So yeah, that will be for charging. Surely, right? It's yeah. For charging peripherals or even throwing the game onto the onto the dock. So yeah, it's got yep. USB C. Cool. Cool, yeah, cool. it says yep. here, um, Steam Deck's onboard 40-watt-hour battery provides several hours of playtime for, mo- for most games. For lighter-use cases like streaming, like game streaming, small 2D games, or web browsing, you can expect to get a maximum battery life of approximately 7 to 8 hours. But yeah, if you're playing a big bad boy mm. game, you're probably only getting a few. So like but something again, that you would kind of want to play on something like this almost. You know, yeah, but at the same time, like for. at a certain point, like are you playing that? on your steam deck like when i play a big switch game 
it's just going to chew if it switches battery life. It's usually not far from a power point or a char- yeah. something I can plug it into to charge, or the dock itself where I'm playing it on the TV. Well, that, that's what I was curious about because, like, if you know, just comparing it to my Switch, like, I, I play that mostly in handheld mode. Uh, but my like switch USB C charger is plugged into me next next to me on the couch, so it's always like could I get that little pop up? It's like up fifteen percent, cool. Just chuck it in. I'll fuck it in there. So yep. yeah, um, yeah. This is cool shit. This is really cool shit. Yeah, uh, I know we're not we're not a big PC podcast. <laughs> yeah, we don't play many PC games, but I have to That's say what we have Brennan for. Yeah, I have to say that this is a very appealing product that Valve has made. I would love to have a chance to look at it. But again, mm-hmm. as we are Australians, not allowed. So I guess we'll have to wait and see. I have to give him special props for how I did the pre-ordering system for this. Um, basically, how I did it was you had to have a Steam account that had a purchase from like prior to or in the month of June 2021. Uh, and that was, right. and it was one per person. So basically, once you registered, I think it was like a $5 down pre-order. Like once yep. you did that, your your account's slot was taken. And yeah, you like it basically, I, I know this isn't an option, but a lot of other things can pursue. It's a, Valve is in a good position where they can do it since they are yep. a storefront. They can do it. Exactly. They have that. the, they have the, the, you know, the, the hardware and exactly. the, the back of house to do that. Like they're so. not exactly going through like an EB games or anything like that where no. EB is just like, well, we can't like everyone's just coming in and pre-ordering it. So mm-hmm. that was actually very, a very good way. Still obviously couldn't meet demand. There's like, obviously if you, there was like wait lists and stuff. I think the first batch is meant to be hopefully shipping around December 2021 for the countries that are eligible. But I just wanted to bring to attention, I liked how they did the the, the reservation. Just like limit, locking it to your account. Uh, so, I mean, obviously people are still selling theirs if they got one. Because obviously there are people who have Steam accounts with like purchases prior to June that may be like, I don't want this, but I could make money off of this. So yeah, exactly. naturally yeah. it's going to happen, but it should hopefully be less painful then the still impossible to get PlayStation Five. Yep. Just yeah, that thing is a. Had I not seen it in two of my friends' houses, <laughs> I know, I right? Would like, say it's a myth. You, you like, wouldn't believe it exists. <laughs> no, no, I've held a Dual Sense controller and used it. I'm like, okay, I get it. This is awesome. But yeah, oh my god, just impossible. Boy, I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> um. But yeah, so do you want to move on to the next story now? I think we should move on to the next okay. story. This one gets to... This is a, this almost becomes double-pronged because this is the story that I was like, oh, thank you for bringing this announcement back into the re- relevancy. Uh, it is in relation to Nintendo responding to a Bloomberg article about the Nintendo Switch OLED and, have it, and you know having higher profit margins. Yeah, I had a quick look at this before I think I was... I was Someone, it popped up on Twitter and I was like, interesting. Uh, yeah, it's dope. I think this is interesting to talk about, especially coming off the back of the, the um, Steam Deck. Steam Deck. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, the, <laughs> we'll get, we can discuss the Switch OLED after we discuss the bulk of the story. But essentially, the, 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 gist, the gist of this one is Bloomberg pu- published an article, which I cannot read on my PC because I've used my free articles. So oh, okay. I'm going via my nintendonews.com. We were posted yep. a bit of a summary about it, but basically it was a article that implied that they would, Nintendo would basically be making more money per, per switch model. 
with from its upgrade. Like it, it basically alleged, I think, that the upgrade that they were actually putting into the Switch like cost ten dollars extra to put it in, and they were charging like the the premium price. Um, mm-hmm. Either way, Nintendo actually responded to this. Like, yeah, <laughs> Nintendo's Japanese Twitter account posted a response saying, "A news report on July 15, twenty twenty one, JST." claimed that the profit margin of the Nintendo Switch OLED model would increase compared to the Nintendo Switch. To ensure to ensure correct understanding among our investors and customers, we want to make clear that the claim is incorrect. We also want to clarify that we just announced that, that Nintendo Switch OLED model will, will launch in October 2021 and have no plans for launching any other model at this time. So they just sort of like put the foot down on everything that I people mean, have been talking yeah, about. Yeah, they're covering their bases, just, right? Because like if that... Yeah. Yeah, they're just being like, hey, look, this isn't true. This is actually what's happening. And yeah, obviously, because everyone... we can Now's our good chance to talk about the Switch OLED because it's... Yeah. The main story here is like Bloomberg said one thing and Nintendo was just like, well, that's not really true. And I just feel yeah. like I never really see Nintendo just respond like that. It seems rare. And, and so quickly as well. Yeah, and just be, yeah. And so clearly and just be like, no, yeah. stop it. it interesting. Move yeah. on. Um, but yeah, Switch Switch OLED model, which may I just say, what an unimaginative name. It's just such a... You would hope they're saving like a fun name for... But then I'm like, they, these are the, this is the company that also when they're like, well, we've got this 3DS. It's pretty cool. What should we call the new one? New 3DS? Fucking Done. ship it. Go. Done. Done. Chuck it in a box. Sell it. Um and I kind of, I do appreciate that. I think, I think new 3ds was was such a baller move. It's like we fucking know you'll buy it. It's funny and, because I, the name, the name sucks, but also yeah. the name is very accurate. <laughs> it's just like this is all it is. It's OLED model. And I think different? not really. Okay, well, are they honest about it? <laughs> and I think this is for eventually at some point when we get a successor to the Switch or the next Switch or whatever in four years time or whatever but um i think when we do get like a new version that, that's when they'll do the naming convention and then this will be just referred to as the nintendo switch it's it's like the um the two different versions of the vita when they did with like the oled vita and oh, then the and then the crappy vita, <laughs> the crappy vita yeah and they were just like yeah you know this is the oled vita that's the old one we don't want to talk about that one this is the new one it's no, like, but the, uh, good, but the old one's a good one guys what are yeah. you doing there was something else there, yeah i know right there's something else the, the, the similar thing as well where they're just like they sort of phase oh xbox do that have done that with a lot of their naming conventions with some of their newer consoles like xbox one was like yeah cool and then there's the xbox one s which is now essentially just the xbox one because yeah. it's the series s like they just sort of phase that yeah, out that, and there was also the xbox one x <laughs> yes there was the one x as well and then series x, yeah oh god they are doing a lot of things right over there but naming things is just like Fuck. I have to um, I have to say the simplicity of the PS PS3, PS4, PS5 is just good. Yeah, absolutely. Gets the job done. I guess so just, you know, OLED model. But it does. I, like, I, I, I think it's on the box what it does. Like, hey, yep. this is a Switch. It's got an OLED screen. Anything else different? Not really. Oh, so it's a tiny bit bigger. Oh, and, the, cool. and the dock's a bit better. <laughs> yeah. It's got white Joy-Cons if you want them. All right, sweet. It does. October 8th. White Joy Cons mm, looking a like they, look a lot like an Emmy unit. Uh, they also like they missed an opportunity here because it's like a it's like a, like an off white like a grayish white. They could have made them fucking Super Nintendo ones. 
Just saying. That's what my first thought was. I was like, could be yeah, two Nintendo ones. But I don't think that, I think that they may have been more about would be implying something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's like, this looks and like. And again, like. It, we don't want another Wii U situation on our hands here. A, like, a, a white Switch releasing the same day as Dread with the white Emmy units just feels perfect. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty Which great. I must say, like, I, I will hang a lot of shit on this because, I mean, look, I wanted a Switch Pro. I desperately wanted a Switch Pro, mostly yep. because my Switch is dying, and I was like, "Cool, if there's a Pro, I can upgrade." And they're yep. like, "OLED model." I'm like, "I don't, I don't think I want to upgrade to that." Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but um, as yeah, I, I mentioned this before. As someone who plays my Switch primarily in handheld mode, it is like a handheld console for me. Um, just because that's why I that's the way I like to play my switch and the games that I have on my switch in particular, it's, it, it works better in handheld mode or it's just, it suits me more. Yeah. Um, so I like, you know, an OLED screen is like, Oh, that's pretty neat. Can I justify buying it? Absolutely not. Like me personally, I cannot justify buying this at the moment. Just financially, like fi- financial wise, like it's, it's, I mean, it you, seems you like a, a, a waste of a purchase. I have a switch that is fine. It is working. It's got a chip in the top of the the top of it, not in the screen or anything. It's like on the top. But even when I did my Joy-Con replacement, like that seemed to have fixed it. Or I took the back off my Switch for some reason. I think I cleaned it out. I was looking at something on the on the back of it for some reason. Can't remember what it was. Um, but yeah, when I screwed it all back together, it it sort of is fine now. It was better than it was before. So I'm like, okay, it's fine. my Switch is fine. I've got sweet Joy-Cons, even though my right Joy-Con is starting to go as well, but I know I can replace the stick in that, and it didn't... That that was like, another thing much... that people sort of hoped, right? They were like, oh, it's a new Switch OLED, like maybe even new Joy-Cons. No, it's the same Joy-Cons. Nope. So they, same Joy-Cons. They're going to drift eventually. That's just going to happen. Yep. And that sucks. Uh, that yeah, sucks that I haven't sucks. fixed that yet, and it makes it, again, it makes it a little bit trickier to, to, to justify, like, dropping the extra cash on this when it is just a better screen. Like, and yeah. you know those Joy-Cons will drift. I think that the, the the big conversation around this is, is a lot of people being upset by this news because they didn't get something that they were ne- that was but, never really. It was all rumor. It was all insider rumors. <laughs> absolutely, and it and was, I'm almost certain there was one article that said it was just an OLED screen upgrade, and that's yep. just been lost in the sea of like pro baby pros coming. It, it was one of the. I think from watching, I think it was the Allies podcast I was talking about. I think it was. That was one of the first rumors. Was back way back when. I, I bet it was. <laughs> and and so, the, but then it's just sort of been built on there. Where it's, just, it's gonna, um, it's gonna Apple four K, and it's gonna do this, like, and it's gonna be great. It's like, oh, okay. I I won't be surprised if a year from now they do announce a beefier switch. Like I think it's in the works for sure. Obviously, it's all you know, hit like rumors and speculation. But if there's there's something to the discussion that maybe Nintendo looked at the chip situation and were like sh- like. We want to be able to sell this console. Mm-hmm. We don't want to like not have enough chips to sell enough of it. So yeah, uh, I don't know. Is, I think yeah, taking the hit on it by just releasing an OLED like version, I it'll think still that's sell. A, it'll still sell. It'll Switches, still sell. Switches sell. <laughs> what is that? Eighty million units already out there in it's the wild. It's not. Still the Switch is just people. like a machine. Well, I mean, it is a machine, but also it is a machine. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Like again, figuratively and literally. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's yeah. I think this is great for people who I, I know. I, I've seen a few people on Twitter that are just like, "I'm gonna upgrade. 
I, I want, you know, a nicer screen. And I'm like, yeah, all power to you. If I had money to burn, I probably would do the same thing. I, maybe because yeah, I'm just, I'm horribly irresponsible with money. This is the person who spent $150 on Fast and Furious Lego last week. So it's fine. It's fine. If the only way I'm getting this is if my Switch dies, basically. If my Switch dies and I'm like, fuck man, dreads tomorrow, I will go to every store. And at yep. that point, it'll be like, it isn't even necessarily this. It's like whatever Switch I can get. And if it happens to be the OLED model, I'm like, sure, just give it to me. Yep. Like, it's. Absolutely. But again, like, I'm so torn because I do, I'm like, fuck it, Nintendo, like, putting out new hardware alongside a Metroid game, that literally never happens. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. It just sucks that it's the OLED model. But hey, I'm sure, like, by the time we finally get Metroid Prime 4, that's when the new Switch will be ready. So look forward to that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we might get the trilogy with a. I don't. A new I, don't I don't even know if the Switch can run Metroid Prime Four how I want it to look. <laughs> like look like how it how it appears to you in your dreams. Well, I, I really think we we're hitting the limit of the Switch at this point, and I'm like I, I don't know. Too, I, yeah. I think Metroid Prime Four deserves better. Because that's the thing. Everyone, the everyone's looking at like Breath of the Wild Two and just being like, mm, really? Do you think? Mm, don't know. It'll be, it'll that's, be interesting. The big, that's the big rumor because that's a game that we've seen in action in some way, shape, or form. And people are like, I don't know. I've seen it twice. <laughs> and it yeah, still has, it's like, still doesn't have a name. It doesn't have a name. But I, I, but in terms of like looking at how it's it's running, it's just like, I play Breath of the Wild I mean, on the Switch. Like, it's it, tough because everyone was saying the same things about Monster Hunter Stories 2. And then Stories 2 came out and the Switch version was like, eh, it's a bit, it's a bit framey. It's a bit rough. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. It's, again, the important thing, the biggest thing to take away is that Nintendo are impossible to predict. Stop yep. trying. <laughs> um, I think I think Andy Cortez from the oh, yeah. Kind of Funny came up with a term as like the uh, WND, which is Weird Nintendo Decisions. And it's like, yep. that's it. Yeah, it's, it's a WND it for sure. It absolutely is. It is one hell of a one. Because it's like, it's the perfect describer for it. Because it's like, it could mean something really good. It could mean something really bad. It could mean something that's like, why? It just all fits in weird Nintendo decisions. All of it. All power to them. Uh, what's up next, Karen? Next is one that happened today. Today. Ubisoft press. announced Tom <laughs> Clancy's ex-defiant. <laughs> oh, I don't know where to go with this one. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say dope just for the conversation. I don't think it's gonna be a very long conversation, but it's the most yeah. I mean, it, this this really feels like it shouldn't even be in dope or nope because it feels like it's a conversation to have. It's dope, but it's not, Joel. It's I, I, I am, mean, look, I'm super not feeling this game and already worried for it. It's I this <laughs> okay. Here's where I'm at with this game. I like. I saw the name. I'm like, it's dumb. Name is dumb. Tom Clancy's X Defiance. I'm like, what the fuck? If when because I hadn't heard anyone say it. So when I was reading it, I was like, is it pronounced Cross Defiance? Because I'm like, that's not terrible. And that sounds like a Tom Clancy thing. Like, you know what I mean? Cross Defiance. It's it sounds like some Tom Clancy bullshit. Like, can you bring in mandatory update in here? I, but. <laughs> Just saying. 
Cross exilia. <laughs> Cross exilia. Yeah. I, but honestly, that's what I thought. I was like, because I saw a lot of people like going, oh, this looks shit. And I'm like, obviously, it's probably because the game itself doesn't look very good. That's not fair. Because I actually think, I'll probably check this out. Honestly. I think um, the part in the, this is what I was alluding to before. The part in the 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 reveal trailer three minute video they put out where they're just like it's first person shooter mixed with punk rock like sentiments and I was just like I'm a sucker for even when it's like edge lordy as fuck like trying way too hard quite the opposite of the like the epitome of punk I'm like. Yeah, all right. Like, that's, like, that's the exact it, point I was like, no, nah, man. And it, it isn't necessarily the combination. It was just how it was done. I'm like, it was, it nah, was, nah. It was bad, but I was just I like, like, just backed away from a trailer. I'm like, yeah. nah. I, I totally, totally understand you. Like, any person. We haven't even, to be fair, it, we haven't even described what this game is yet. Well, that's true. So, it was, it, yeah, it's a first person, like, it's a 6v6 arena shooter. With, you know, all your favorites from the Tom Clancy verse, uh, it's like four factions that are based around like different Tom Clancy properties. One of which was Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell. It's Splinter Cell, um, Ghost Recon, the Division, and, and the Division. Which is mm. yeah, yeah, you know, all those. Well, there's Ubisoft IPs that you love. That yep. All of them get games, except for Splinter Cell. Um, yeah. Hmm. That's the uh, stinger, it, right? It, like, Siege is in there as well, isn't it? I mean, it, is, I, I'm guessing it, they're one of those. Rainbow Six, Rainbow Six, or just Rainbow Six in general, I think, is included. Yeah, because in a lot of the articles mention specifically Splinter Cell Division and Ghost Recon, but I assume right. one of them could easily be Rainbow Six. Yeah. Um, the the video shows a lot of how the game plays, but I just don't know, man. I don't know if it's if it's enough. It looks like Warzone. It looks like COD. Like that's all. Like it. That's you know, and it is free to play. So again, I'm probably going to check this out. I'm probably well, going to. I mean, you can have a, head over to the link, Joel, and register your interest to be an early gameplay tester, which launches on August fifth. Not that excited about it, but I I just think. If if I wake up one day and they're like, no, it's it, it, Tom Clancy cross defiance. I'm calling it cross defiance from now on. By the way, cross defiance. Um, I hate it. So I'm, much. I'm bringing it back. Like no, it's I I could swallow the logo, but it's because it's framed the way it is. I just see the stupid XD emoji smiley. And I just get annoyed every time. It's bad. It's yeah. Look, yeah. I'll I'll probably check this out. I have, no, I, mean, I have no love for Tom Clancy, but I just imagine if he saw this. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm um, the only reason, like as well, that I'm like we consider checking out. I was like, I mean, I like Division, I guess. Fuck it, why not? I, I but and also because it's free, I'm just be like, I'll check it out. And I'm either going to be pleasantly surprised, or I'm just going to be like, cool, nope, delete. I've had a look at this, and it is not good. So I'm done. Um. Yeah, I don't know if there's much else really to say about this about yeah. apart from uh, R.I.P. Sam Fishop. It seems it seems like it. Uh, mm. Good news, I've got a potential another quick one. Oh, and this is uh, this is courtesy of our friends over at EA, 
who of course have their big EA play coming up this week. But you mm-hmm. will like be like, okay, well, this is their this is essentially their E3 thing, so it should be pretty exciting. Don't worry, EA is keeping our our expectations in check, Joel. Okay. They're keeping our yeah. expectations in check. Okay. What do you say? Okay. You say dope or nope to this? <laughs> I'm going to say dope because I know what I want. And if I get it, I'll be happy. I'm going to say nope so I can do this quickly because it's just, oh, it's miserable. Okay. EA play yeah, is just like, hey, guys, Skate, not there. Dragon Age, not there. Mass Effect, not there. Star Wars, not there. Yep. So, so I mean, yeah, it doesn't sound like they've got anything. If they just come out and it's like, they're like, surprise, it's not an EA play. It's just we're bringing back dead space and this is what the whole presentation is about. Fuck it. Let's go. Necromorphs. If they're there, I'm in. It's just like, keeping I, the again, dream alive. Can't wait I, to be disappointed. I am all for keeping expectations in check, but at this mm. point I'm looking at this. I'm like, if you do, like the dead space thing is a rumor still, you have yeah, to, of course. Be, you have 100%. to believe it's happening though, because otherwise why am I tuning into this thing? Like to look at the field again and maybe some of your sports games. I don't know. And like, it's the almost EA like original, they're, it's almost like they're winking at themselves, just being like, "We've got nothing else here to show you." Wink. These <laughs> things aren't showing up. Uh, well, you know what's going. Nudge, nudge. If you've been watching, if Come you've been reading see. the blogs, yeah, I don't know. Now, if you excuse me, I have to go back to medical bay. Whoops, have I said too much? Like, yeah, it's it's just like yeah, I, I don't get it. Like, I just don't know. Yeah, if there's no dead space, then boy, this is going to be a miserable event. <laughs> we'll have Ishimura to share with you very soon. Oh, oh no, my ball. All right, moving on to the last story. <laughs> yes, please. Last story. And again, we're going to be tempted to blow this one out, Joel, but I want to try <laughs> to keep it concise. I love how you left this for last for that exact reason, where it's just like, show some fucking restraint. <laughs> Atlas has launched a Persona 25th anniversary website teasing seven new projects uh the, do i have to say it we're gonna talk about it i mean it's, it's we may as well just put the bumper in here for the bonus round because like dope. it doesn't even need to be oh, as part of dope or no because fuck me okay so let, before we get too ahead of ourselves <laughs> okay yeah all right um there was an interview today where basically the gist of it is this i'm including this with this because it's persona related so yep. atlas atlas has around 10 titles in development at the moment um, mm-hmm. they're working on some surprising big unannounced games. They are, they say that Project RE, which is sort of like their fantasy JRPG, is making progress little by little. Okay. They, hope to, they hope to deliver it at the right time, whatever that means. Uh, they're continuing to focus on Vanillaware. Yes, please. Mm. Vanillaware, brilliant. Get 13 Sentinels on more platforms so more people can play it. Um, as part of 30, 25th anniversary, though, they mentioned that they want to hold events for Persona to the largest possible extent we can, not yes. only Japan, but overseas as well. Now, yes. I very much doubt we would be included, but it's a start. I No, so, do you know what I want? I would fucking let us watch without having to go through shady YouTube channels. Like, like restreams and stuff. <laughs> yeah, fucking let us watch a fucking uh, P-Soundbomb or a Persona Superlife. That would be fucking amazing. Do that. Give us the opportunity. If they charge money, like if they say like it's a virtual ticket, you can buy it and watch it live or it's available on demand. I know a lot of um, like bands, um, the the McElroy's, my brother, my brother and me have done this for quite a few of their shows. They've done like ticketed events where it's like you can watch this live as it happens, but also it's available as a video on demand for two weeks afterwards as well. And it costs you 10 bucks. Like, all right, if they do that, I mean, I'm there and I'm 
fucking blocking out the day and I'm going to sit there and cry about all how amazing this music is and whatever they else they show at this thing. Um, that's what I want. That's what I'm that from hearing what you said there as well, that that's what I expect from that. Yeah. Um, I mean, cause like, so for these seven projects, like it could be anything, it could be anime, it could be mobile crossovers. It could be remasters. Shh. <laughs> Don't let Atlas see you say it or they won't do it. Uh, it could be anything. Uh, the int- the most interesting thing of note is when you scroll down their list of all of these things, they're like, one says, obviously September, so it's 2021 slash nine. Mm-hmm. Then you've got a bunch of coming soons, coming soons, coming soons. And then the last one is 2022 autumn. Now, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, Joel. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's a lot of things pointing that maybe something's cooking. For example, oh, yeah. can, there's a bunch of art you can look at, and it's got basically it's got all the protagonists. Like you know, you've got the one from the, <laughs> the Persona games that Atlas. Everyone was just like, "Oh, Atlas remembers." Yeah, I remember Persona one and two. <laughs> it's like a it's like a poster set, isn't it? Of like the protagonists yeah, yeah. from each of the games. And it's yeah. funny because I'm very, I'm always really bitter about how neglected Persona three is. But one <laughs> and two just get the shaft just constantly. Exactly, like, like I mean, those people games, are like. Persona 3, oh, should I play 1 and 2 first? And people are like, what? Yeah, no, it's two. Persona 3 and then the 4 one. and then <laughs> 5. Like, you know, all those ones. Oh, man. But, um, yeah. I'm, so so- it- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You've, you've Persona a, fans. a lot of people. A lot of Persona fans <laughs> in really particular. Have, I'm really sorry about that. Uh, but, yeah. So, obviously, it has art for all the protagonists. And then mm-hmm. there's a couple that say, secret. Or, like, you know, coming soon. So, like, again, I'm not going to get ahead of myself. But... Maybe we are on the road to a look at a T te- because Atlas loves revealing these things too early as well. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. Looking at Persona Six, maybe. And and Atlas, it, it it seems like a very Atlas thing to reveal the protagonist or something to do with the next entry via merchandise. Like that's by something that people could pay money for now. <laughs> that seems very much like an Atlas move to me. Um, yeah, this is interesting. Uh, we were talking before about EA being wink, wink, nudge, nudge, maybe potentially yeah. about, about Dead Space. Like this, this is very much on the nose where it's just yeah. like, I mean, secret, shh, don't tell anyone. They've, they've said as much that they're hiring up for, I think, Unreal Engine. Um, and they're, mm-hmm. they're already talking about how Persona 5, like, set, like, just blew expectations out of the water even more than Persona 4 did. And how they're hoping to do it again with Persona 6. So, like, man, it's coming. It's a matter it's of when. Uh, and again, I just know that Atlas can't help themselves and they'll reveal it, like, five years too early. Uh, but even if that happens, Shin Megami Tensei Five is setting the precedent that I want to see with global releases. Yes, yes, and if, if, yes, yes. If SMT5 hits that, then Persona 6 could do as well, and that is yep. an actively exciting thing. Uh, again, I, I don't, know, I don't know how much I want to talk too much about it, but... Persona 6 could be coming, and we get to celebrate a hell of a lot of Persona. That series is 25, and that's crazy. I only really jumped on, like, late in Persona 4. <laughs> I'm, like, what, five years, four years a fan? Like, maybe five or six years a fan? No, it was before. No, it's probably longer than that, actually. Because it's definitely I before I moved to Melbourne. Melbourne. It's definitely before we moved to Melbourne. Like, I, I bought Persona 3 and 4 on PS2 but didn't play them properly until I first sampled Golden on Vita, which mm-hmm. I, I bought Persona 4 Golden before I bought my Vita. 
that's exactly what I did as well. It's like, oh, I guess I got golden by Vita. Yeah, as if exactly. that's any sort of sane logic to follow. He's <laughs> a Persona Four Golden Machine. That's what it is, and it an is, Indies Machine. That's what I use and, it for. And also plays Persona Three and Two and One. If you want to play like a PS One classic version, I think. I'm okay. not sure. Fair enough. Um. So it's, yeah. it's funny because right, like the Wii U is a Metroid machine and the Vita is a Persona machine. It's a Persona machine, yeah. Cruel, fa- cruel fate. Oh, that's rough. Um, but yeah, I do hope. I really hope we get. I hope Gold makes the jump to Switch. Atlas will hear you. They stop, and they won't do it. <laughs> I, I, I hope that, and I also, <laughs> I hope I can finally play Persona stop. Three. No, oh, you, you've ruined it. <laughs> That's it. It's dead. <laughs> no, see, I use my I use my ASMR voice, so they can't hear me. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. They're coming for to, you. Do you want me to crinkle some? some... <laughs> is that better? Just so you can hide it. Anyway, this has gone weird places, but that's it. it. it that it tends, got really weird. <laughs> that tends to happen when we talk about Persona. I don't know what what happens. Because it's because we're massive weirdos, and it's fine. Yeah, it's what we, it's it who just we are. brings out the weirdos in us. Um, yeah. Um, look, look, I. This is exciting stuff. When you when you sent that to when you sent me that uh, that picture of those those posters with the final one secret, I was just yeah. like, "Fucking let's go!" Like let's it could be go. nothing, but it, it could seems be suspicious that they're all the protagonists, <laughs> right? Like it's. <sighs> and hey, I can't if, think if, of anything if else. If I'm, I'm to do. get even crazier with my hopes, if there's two of them, please, please let me let me hope that, that means that there's characters like agendas like boy or girl or otherwise like let that be an option and it's more than just a skin anyway yeah i mean it wasn't three like three is an entirely different experience if you play through as a female mc yeah but like, se- separate social links and you've got new romances and stuff and the ui is all pink and stuff <laughs> oh man oh, mm, oh god i can't wait <gasps> me never I- me never September. We'll, we'll, we'll see something things. in September. Who knows what it'll see be? Something in September. They'll they'll give me a taste. Just a little like just one of these sampling. could be like Persona Five Royal V animation. That could be one of these things. And hey, which is fine. That's fine. The Persona Five anime was serviceable. I think I think it's safe to assume we're going to get some sort of anime for something Persona something. related. We'll get an announcement of a live show. That, and I think that oh, might yeah. be the th- bet that bet on it. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I but I think when you were saying when they're saying before about wanting to bring it to a wider audience, I think that's what they're going to do because in this day and age now, it's proven financially and also like pretty relatively not easy, but like you know, okay to do as like well, doing a virtual live event, and the, so I think again, like presently, circumstances encourage it because people exactly. aren't really traveling anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> I mean, unless you're a, stop an it. Olympic stop athlete, it. stop it. It's fine. Um, I went with Olympic athlete. I didn't go with the awful option of that because um, I want to leave that one alone. But yeah, I think I think doing like a like a a live virtual concert will be on the cards, and I'm there. And I will, yeah, yeah, I will spend money if they do a, if they do a thing where it's just like you can buy a ticket for like twenty dollars or. Here for sixty five dollars, you can get a fucking merchandise pack with a cool light up wand that they always have. At all those, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I've watched that clip of Reach Out to the Truth from that um, Persona Super Live 
so many times and it makes me tear up with excitement and joy every time. And here comes your dilemma, Joel. Because when they do this, when they inevitably do this concert. Oh, shit. I know what you're going to say. They're going to sing all those cool new Persona 5 Royal songs. Fuck. Specifically like the new ones for like the late, the the new bosses and stuff. And um, they're really good and you're going to hear them and they're going to blow your mind. I don't have time. I know you don't have time. I'm just saying. I want time That's to play. why you need that Persona 5 Royal anima- Animator to come out. Some, somebody create a hyperbolic chamber for me that I can I just go in I and I'll just play Royal and then finish it and be like, I'm good. I'm good. I know what happens. We can talk about it now. Fuck. I wish, man. Fuck. doesn't exist. How far were you before you left off? I think I just finished Madarame's Palace. Oh, good God. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, can't, not... I can't offer you any words of comfort. <laughs> was it my Who's it? Yeah, I was on my way to... Yeah, I was I was on the way to... to yeah, I think I was in... The, I think I was in fucking Mafia wannabe dickhead's place. The fly man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of shit. I think I was... his name is. I can't remember. I think I just the got to his palace. Man. Yeah, I just got to his palace. I was like, you're a dickhead. You are so... After the first two like palaces, I'm like, this is so un- unmemorable. Um, hey, it's got a kick-ass soundtrack. It does. I'll give it that. Yeah. No, I've definitely done some of that because I remember getting kicked out of there. Because he's like, ah, oh, so good. You can both Makoto. She's got a bike. Oh god. You know what? No, you- I have got Makoto as a party member. So okay, I- so you're you're in there yeah. then. If she's I'm a party pretty member, sure. Then you've then you've been in there. Yeah, I'm definitely. I've definitely been in there for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. If, she's, if she's had her, if she's a party member, she's had her awakening and all that. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, now I just want it the same hyperbolic time chamber so I can, like, I played Royal. I want to play it again now, just from talking about it. So we have to end it. We have to stop it. Yeah, I think it's an episode card. I Please, think before I, we get too carried, I will away. drag and us away from Persona. And I'm gonna get too. I'm gonna get too sad and depressed that I don't have enough time to play Persona Five Royal. <sighs> I just want you to experience those songs more than anything, and you will. You will eventually. One day in like <laughs> six years, maybe like maybe just before Persona Six comes out, maybe. Um, all right, Ben. Well, of course, that is an episode. As always, thank you for listening. We do appreciate your support. Uh, if you want to follow us on the social medias, you can find us across Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, where we are just dialogue options. And of course, whatever po- podcast platform you listen to us on, any sort of reviews, thumbs up, shares, likes. Anything like that you can leave makes the world of difference to us. Uh, as for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter, where I am at LemonManX, where most recently I've been retweeting a bunch of Final Fantasy X stuff, which has been awful because that game is 20, and I hate it. <laughs> I hate yep. that one of my favorite Final Fantasies is 20 years old. That is deeply depressing. But oh, hey, yeah. that's, that's how it is. Uh, but beyond that, let's scroll down a bit. I've got a lot of retweets, a lot of gifts. Just been being dejected by lockdowns. Mass Effect. Mm, oh, water. Oh, Jesus, this is. I, I've gone too far. You know what? <laughs> let's just go back up. Let's let's just take it back, and we'll t- we'll pick up from my my Mass Effect trilogy trophy collection. Just feels good. I've got one, two, and three all plated. 100%. Nice. And the Mass nice. Effect Legendary Edition, 100% as well. It's all whole hundo percented. Andromeda, probably not happening, purely because I I can even beat it. I can beat it on Insanity or play a lot of multiplayer. 
but no one wants to play multiplayer with me, so I won't. No. I just miss Mass Effect multiplayer, man. I can't yeah, so help I it. I miss it as well, but I don't know if I want to go get Andromeda just yet. It's usually like $12, just saying. I know, but that's still $12. That's like lunch for me tomorrow. Joel, where can I find you? Where can I find (laughs) you? (laughs) You can find me at Jolly Mac, where the last thing I retweeted was um, uh, the Victorian um, arts community have made a uh, vaccination ad that is fucking amazing, especially compared Ooh, to... one that doesn't attack us as, as absolutely. younger people? That's amazing. Yep. That's a step up. It's, it's, it's wonderful. It's beautiful, and you should watch it. Um, but uh, apart from if you want to go check out how I, the stupid money that I spent last week on, uh, on Dom's Charger, a Lego version of uh, Dom's Charger from Fast and Furious, because you better believe I did that, um, you can go and see like some progress pics and the final finished product um after we found out i wasn't able to go back to bendio when my wife had already gone back there for for griffin's birthday on the weekend like his bendigo birthday party um i was going to be home for a couple of nights by myself and i decided to do something stupid and irresponsible and yeah buy a big lego kit and uh tell you what don't regret it like i said to you before the show like we're in lockdown i just i keep looking at skyward sword I'm like, yeah. I'm like, am I going to buy this? Because I got one of us, like, I just, like, Neo Overworld as a view isn't until, like, it's it's beyond the lockdown at this point. It's on the other side of it. Uh, yeah. And that feels so far away. I'm like, what am I, I going to buy Scarlet? You know, like, next time we record, maybe I will play Skyward Sword. And now, it's I, not that I, I've already played it before, but it's been a good eight years since oh, I yeah. played this game. And tell you, what, tell you what, those Joy-Cons look nice too. They do look nice. Seeing them, I actually like see people have them on their Switch. I'm like, oh, they look nice. Um, but the one thing I, I want to bring attention is, uh, is a retweet. Um, Willow Smith, whatever she's doing, right, and I said this in my tweet, whatever she's doing right now, I'm fucking here for it. She's been doing a whole bunch of like punk rock, like grungy stuff. And that's like her thing now. She's put out an album that I need to listen to because it, Everything I've heard from it so far has been great. Travis Bark has been playing drums for a lot of her tracks. Uh, and then she did like a live concert. It must have been on like Facebook Live or something like that. Um, where she did like a metal punk version of Whip My Hair, her like song from when she was a kid. Um, not only that, did this amazing version of this song, finishes it by like, she's like singing and dancing and rapping. And it's like heavy and stuff. And then... It gets to the part, like, towards the end of the song, someone brings a stool out for her. She sits down with a, and picks up her guitar and then starts shredding on the guitar when someone comes in and shaves her head while she's, like, shredding on the guitar. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. And I I love it. And it's also, it sounds amazing. And, um, yeah, like, fucking Willow Smith. I'm Like I said, whatever Willow Smith is doing right now, I'm fucking here for it. So, <laughs> excellent, yeah, loving that shit. That's all I've been that's it. That's all you got. Yep. That's it. All right. All right. Fine. Okay, cool. Well, in that case, we'll end the episode here and we'll catch you guys next time. See ya.
dialogue options podcast